This is what I do when I'm miscarrying by Amy Collini. I call my doctor to tell her I'm spotting and cramping and she does an ultrasound. She says she can't tell whether the fetus is viable yet because at only six weeks it's too soon. She tells me to come back in two days for another blood draw to check my hormone levels and that if I'm miscarrying it will take one to two weeks for it to finish. Weeks? I thought miscarriages were half-day events. I go to the grocery store. I move like an actor among the aisles full of pinata apples and kale chips and peanut butter puffins, pretending I am a normal person having a normal day. I smile at the cashier, all the while aware that I am bleeding. I chase my two-year-old, read him, even firefighters go to the potty, and feed him homemade oatmeal muffins. Because it is winter and we are trapped in the house, I pile pillows into one corner of the living room. We run and jump into them together. I ignore the cramps. We laugh deep belly laughs, and I think I have never been so happy as when I see his wide grin. He shouts, do it again, and we do. I return a pair of boots that don't fit. I wander the aisles of the giant shoe warehouse. I can't find anything I like, and I leave empty-handed. I talk to my doctor. She tells me the results of my blood work, and they confirm what I already know. I am miscarrying. I realize at that moment that as pragmatic as I've been, I'm not too attached. It's too early to really care. We can try again. I had still maintained a tiny pinprick of hope, and now it just stings. The doctor tells me what to expect. More bleeding, more cramping, what it will look like when I pass it. It. I am told to wear pads and take a small handful of Advil for the pain. I go running, 2 miles one day, 2.1 miles a couple days later. I've been told by my obstetrician not to run, but now I flout her recommendation. After all, there's nothing to save. So take that, I think, as I run, to no one in particular. Fuck you all. I run one of my fastest mile splits ever. I write eight thank you notes from Christmas, dispute a charge on my debit card, clean the bathroom sink, make a grooming appointment for the dog. I read, meditate, text my friends, none of whom know what is happening. My husband and I split a bottle of red on a Sunday night and get drunk. It is the first time we laugh together in a very long time. When I see a pink snowsuit-clad infant in the parking lot of the library, I turn away. I am sitting in a 12-step meeting for families of alcoholics. My family tree clinks with bottles when it happens. I stand up and I feel it. My body discards this bundle of coulda bends as we are closing the, with the serenity prayer. I gather my coat and bag and rush to the bathroom, hobbling bow-legged to the toilet, where I strip my ruined jeans and weep as I sit on the toilet. Two other women come into the bathroom, but no one says a word. I am overcome by the urge to go home and sleep. I realize that on this very same day three years earlier, I learned I was pregnant with my son. That night, when my son can't sleep and is crying in his bed, I kneel next to him and rub his head, then recite a few of his favorite lines from the tale of Jemima Puddleduck. Get the herbs for the omelet. Be sharp. He laughs as I knew he would, and I kiss him on the forehead. He smells of sweat and lavender baby lotion. I leave the room and close the door softly behind me. 
In a moment, he will be asleep. I will follow him soon.